Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Great. So welcome to Flow Space, the podcast, our dear sister. How are you guys? <laughs> really good. Yeah, I'm really, really good. <laughs> excited for this conversation. Me too. Me too. I um before you say anything, I was just saying um to my mom that I'm so grateful that we changed to today because it just aligns so much more with what I've been working with this weekend. So I feel like I'm even more prepared for anything that might arise because I'm like more open. So I'm really happy that it aligned this way. Yeah, it's something that we really trust in is the divine timing of things. So when stuff surfaces, instead of resisting, just going with that and trusting that it'll serve in the purpose it's meant to. Yes, we we receive tenfold than what we could have ever imagined when we had the original plan set out and going mm-hmm. with the flow has rewarded us with more magic than we would ever know would be possible. Yeah, perfect and beautiful. So to get started, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? So my name is Thais and I'm 26 years old and I'm Brazilian and Italian. I like to I like to say that because um I know that um it's the people that I've been meeting recently um like I have like in the 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 places that I've grown up I haven't really met um people who are Brazilian and um not Italian necessarily but Brazilian and like would have a conversation like where we have or like be in this mindset so when there is a spiritual person that is Brazilian I like to say that I'm Brazilian because then they're like oh it's another Brazilian like it's not it's be- I think it's because of like the the issues in Brazil I feel like spiritualism would be so amazing there so I, I just like to to say that but I just started my spiritual journey um, three years ago. Um, I grew up Christian, but always feeling like it, something was off, um, never feeling like I was getting my questions answered. Um, I was being drawn to things, and those things that I was being drawn to were of the devil, apparently. So it just never made sense to me. So um, I just broke away from Christianity and was basically like lost for a couple years was able to find my way luckily um and just listen to my intuition finally and and be where I am today so I'm really grateful to be here I have grown so much in the last couple of years like it's actually insane the spike that like that happened um and it's just like a more more of a self-awareness of myself and awareness of the world and everything just uh, like a stronger knowing and a, a like a knowing of my purpose and how I'm gonna get there so I'm I'm just really really grateful to be here yeah that's so beautiful um if you don't mind can can or even if you know are you able to pinpoint when you were able to switch into maybe not listening to the intuition to then leading and living from the standpoint of allowing your intuition to speak to you so I think that's because of the 
connection that I made with a friend of mine. Um, you guys know her, Natasha. She, I think that meeting her and having her really see me as who I was, um, and we connected so quickly. And she, she kind of, she, not that she like told me everything, but I feel like I knew what I like, what I like. Life was not of light, and it's not who I was. But seeing her accept me so much and show me the little things that I've always wanted to know and like in such a gentle loving way because being a Christian it literally feels like you're programmed. so her telling me the little things that like in the past I was afraid of exploring because of Christianity that really really helped me to just open up my eyes even more so and actually one thing that really really uh, opened up my eyes so much um I, I would say this is like a point pinpoint life and it's when I watch inner worlds and outer worlds on Amazon Prime um that movie changed my whole life and it basically just explained and showed the connection between all religions and and the whole world how the whole world is connected with like down to the the last little on a seashell like we're all connected and that movie changed my whole life and it really really showed me that I was like okay like this is where I'm meant to be like I felt like all everything that I ever like came colliding down and I was just like this is it like, this is what I've been waiting for like like this this knowing that we are all connected and there's no need for this separation as I thought this whole time and I was being told that like this is how it needs to be you know so I think that that's, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful to have her friendship. Um, and, and she is also one of the people that I would say, like, I really felt like cosmic connection to, like when we met instantly connected as if we were catching up and not just meeting for the first time. So that she was one of the very beginning, like of a huge list of people that I met and, and grown to, to know even more in this life. So I'm just so grateful for how that was. That yeah. sounds like such a such a magical encounter. It it was. It truly was. And it really highlights like that um you sharing that story really highlights the importance of community, sisterhood, being seen um even sometimes like when we might not see ourselves, we have somebody who's able to see us. And that helps us carry along and continue forward with being who we truly are. Yes, that's so true. And regarding like being called to living a more spiritually connected life, what does that mean to you? Being that you have such a strong background with Christianity, how would you define spirituality in your experience? So um, in Christianity, Christianity, one thing that I remember because... I'm really trying to deprogram myself and it's still like, I'm still doing it to this day. But one thing that was really like hammered into us was not like really following your, your intuition um, because you can't trust yourself. And it's like, you have to ask God answer. It's not like, it, it just didn't make sense. Tell me like that you don't trust your intuition. And so now I, really trust my intuition and I and I try to use discernment as much as I can that's what I've really been working on especially with you know sharing my energy with new people um 
but I think it's a, a thing for yourself and knowing that you have the power. It's not, you know, this outside source. You are this, like, the source. Like, he made you his image, so you are him, and, you know, you are everyone, everyone is you. Like, it's like we're all connected in a way, and so you don't have to follow, you know, the rules of a book made by hundreds of people in metaphors that, you know, people take so literally and change the story, and it's just so much, so many complications and, like, so many, like, rules and separation and being afraid. Christianity, you're, you're told to fear God. Why, why do I want you to fear him? Like, it doesn't make sense. It, you know, so being in, being spiritual, following your intuition and really going deep down and really facing the things that have happened to you and understanding why and trying to understand where they came from, why they happened and being okay with that, what is going to make you grow. Everything that being being spiritual means like this whole world of understanding why we're here and it doesn't feel like you had that sort of in in you know in Christianity at least I don't know exactly how it is in other religions because I'm not really familiar with everything um regarding that but I just know that it's it's really how much you start to trust yourself we chose this life and we chose everything that's happening to us for a specific reason, for us to be able to grow in a way that we did before. So like everything that's painful for a reason and not like just throwing it to someone, you know, in the air and, you know, begging for forgiveness every time. It's really just trusting your religion, trusting yourself because you know all the answers. You just have to be connected enough with yourself to know, you know, for the answers to come and for the universe to show. Yeah, I think like you really summed it up in a beautiful way, um, like honing in on the oneness, because for me, like spirituality is that it is the it's not like um, subscribing to any specific religion or teaching that is made in a way to instill fear in us. But really, it's the opposite of that. It's allowing us to live from our heart space and feel the connection to ourselves you know, the God that is within us and also in every single person that we encounter. Yes, I love it. I love <laughs> it. The remembrance of the spirit that unites us all, the same essence that moves through all of us. It's really the heart of what it is to identify with spirituality. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so important to highlight and to define just because that is a word that can be used very loosely and can get lost in translation depending on who's discussing it or the topic in mm -hmm. relation to the context of the conversation. So it's beautiful to highlight that, to show that we really are like on the same page and we're all here with the same goal of deepening our remembrance and knowing what that's like to live in harmony and unity with all of existence in oneness. Yeah, yeah. what comes to mind is like, I don't know the exact like specific scriptures, but a lot of things that are in the Bible, like you can interpret them and kind of like um, the human mind could then like twist them to push forward whatever specific like agenda wants to be pushed forward. But the basis of it is really the same across all religions. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. 
And that's what's so crazy <laughs> to me, like that there can be such separation when the same baseline is there. That's exactly what I was um, like. So that's what clicked for me. That's when I like had watched that movie really clicked for me because in that movie it showed basically all this the same told in a little bit different way different name mm-hmm. you know all the same and like there's no need for the separation and the separation is all for a reason for a bigger reason it's to for us not to know our true power and for us to be against each other so we work with each other so that's it's all it's a plan I mean I if we start talking about conspiracy theories we don't even need we d- we know that it's all a plan. Like series, <laughs> I call them the truths. Like, yeah, my um my husband just was telling us I think like a few weeks ago, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? And the answer is a, like a matter of a year. So anything that's considered a conspiracy theory, give it a year, and then it becomes the truth. Like that's the only difference. That's exactly right, because it's, like, in reality now. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to go back on the intuition, because I feel like it's such an important topic, and especially somebody who grew up with a Christian background, and then, like, having to reprogram your mind, how you're saying, like, even up till today, you still find yourself reprogramming. How can one take that step to stop, like, listening to the programming and start listening to the heart and the intuition? I will say um, having a support system has really helped me and um, my mom, well, my whole family stopped going to church. So having the support of my family, not like dragging me to church, you know, I know a lot of people struggle with that, that their family or their parents or, you know, their husband or wife will drag them to church because it's, you know, what they do. It's part of routine. It's what they know. Um, so having the support of my mother, especially because she spent so much time after like backing away from Christianity, she spent so much time um, learning about theology and the truth and um, like having someone that I look up to so much be on that same path with me was reassuring that I was, that we were doing the right thing. It's, it's, it. I knew that I know that it can be difficult because of so much programming. Um, but it needs it needs to be that step. It needs to like even if you don't have that support, honestly, I feel like you can find it with the community. You will have that support as soon as you find a community. You don't have to have people around you that you know be that support because some people might not have that. Um, I I know a lot of people that grew up somewhere that, you know, it's super religious and strict and there's no one spiritual around them so who would they rely on for support and it's like looking on the outside and finding that support on the outside I truly believe that it going with that gut feel and finding a community because sisterhood and brotherhood and just that that spiritual loving community that just accepts for you for who you are and wherever you are in your journey and honors all the ups and downs like that's the type relationship that a person who wants to leave Christianity should seek for like should seek like a person that they could trust and um, a person that's willing to hold space for them um, like my friend Natasha said like, it was also a huge part in um, 
you know, be, be, me being able to be comfortable leaving something that was like instilled in me since I was a young child. And like to this day, holding space for when do I like, like reprogram things that like sound so silly, but that when they're like so in your brain, it's like, why am I still thinking like this? Like it's, it's, it's so funny, but like basically community. like that, that's what I would say you know, uh, online, like finding, trusting your gut that that person is who you're meant to be speaking to. Yeah. And I feel that that's really important because it's like, that's how you start activating the intuition and then trusting yourself. Because if you have that nudge or like that hunch that there's more out there for you to explore, not letting the fear of whatever programming might be instilled within your mind to stop you, but like really breaking out of that. Yeah. And going also back to something that you said, um, like having your mom, I think that's so cool. So by the way, like you said, your mom started studying theology. My gosh, my mom, she like does her own online research. She, um, that's so cool. I, I am like, Ever since I was younger, my mom has been like, oh, we can't, like, like, oh, watch Disney subliminal messages, or, like, she, my mom's always been, like, awake. I have such a strong feeling that she's part of one of the waves, like, I think second wave. Like, she, she is awake, and she's her purpose, and, like, even, like, now from who she used to be, like, so open to so close, it, like, it just re- confirms that, like, she's part of the people that are meant to help pe- wake people up, but because of like the fact that there wasn't anyone in her vicinity that was that way, she became more closed. It's so, it's so crazy. Like I, I like, so you like learn about, you know, different people and their paths and where they started and where they are now and like how life has treated them for them to get to this point. So I, I'm just so grateful for my mom and I to have this connection. Um, and um, it's just, it's just so profound. Like I truly believe my mom and I have a soul connection. Like we, we, we've learned so much from each other. Like I, like that I would not be here at all if it weren't for her, of course. Like she has taught me everything I know. Like, and it's so crazy that it started from teaching me what she thought was right in the moment, like Christianity instilling that in me and realizing that that wasn't, you know, what was right for, for us and for her and us like switching together to now um you know trusting the universe and trusting ourselves and trusting God, um and not relying on um that like religious like i what's the word I'm for like that like that, that need to be a part of a religion like and feel like you're doing the wrong thing if you're not like if you're that that being afraid to be shunned to hell if you're not like yeah and I think that like really highlights the um, importance of giving ourselves grace in every moment. Like you said, she was teaching what she thought was right in the moment. But then when she realized like, hey, maybe this isn't the way or there's another way, allowing her to like pivot and then not just staying stuck in that one rigid box or like routine. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But that's what I was going to mention before is the routine, like the aspect you mentioned of the routine it's so important, I feel, for people to recognize the routines that are in place because that gives us a sense of like comfort and safety 
in the routine and that's where we can um allow ourselves to get stuck yeah yeah and like the belonging that routine can create and like what you mentioned about the fear that can come up with not being associated with a religion because in that regard it kind of gives a sense of community and um belonging it does and when there's no one in your vicinity who's kind of having these realizations that you are, it can be scary to venture out and go through that period where you may be alone before finding those who resonate with your experiences. Like an outcast. Like you yeah. become an outcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. And my parents have said multiple times how many times they like have felt that from the community that we were a part of and that we drifted from. Um, and I always remember my parents feeling like they were being like all of their energy was being sucked by the church, like always so, so involved with the church because that's how they've always been like um, just so involved. Um, and so it would just suck all of their energy. They said they would always leave like, so like empty, like feel like it wasn't enough. We were there all the time and it was never enough, you know? Yeah, and I feel like that's just part of, like, obviously, it's my own um, belief system, but, like, that's the part of the religion. Like, that's part of the agenda with these uh, religions and religious institutions is to keep us away from our power and to keep us, like, in that robot mode. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But it leads me to my next kind of question for you. Because, like, again, there's such similarities, you know, in church, people who speak tongue and, like, uh, catch the Holy Ghost and, like, all these other kinds of things. In the spiritual community, there's a lot of similarities, but then the people who are in church, they view that as, like, demonic or something, like, super crazy out of this world. Yeah. So, um like, and also the reason why we had reached out to you was the powerful video you shared on Instagram with the light language and the light codes. So when you um, started speaking in your codes, did you ever have to work through any sort, um, any type of like fear with what people were going to think in terms of what you were sharing? So much, so much, even just posting, just cre- like getting, getting like, so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? coming up with the uh, with the the courage and the bravery to put out something so that would make me look so vulnerable feel so vulnerable um it's literally you know it's like speaking gibberish like a little kid someone will look at it like i've had people ask like if i'm okay you know and it's like of course i'm okay like you know it's just <laughs> it's there's no way that something that feels so right can be wrong like there's just this doesn't make sense to me like the way that I feel the way that my energy like rises and I can move my energy like how can that be wrong it just doesn't make sense to me like I it 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 took a lot of courage but and it took me a long time also to be um brave enough to even record myself doing it because um I wasn't doing it as often but when I started working more with codes and being more vulnerable with myself and really not being afraid to feel like I'm being silly while I'm recording myself speak basically what it sounds like is gibberish like and and also the biggest thing also is 
not understanding what I'm saying or, or understanding what I'm, when I'm writing in code or what my hands are doing, like not understanding fully, like that, of course, is discouraged to share because what if someone comes at you and asks you, like, what are you doing? Like, can you explain to me what you're doing and you don't have a full explanation? It can be really discouraging, but I know that I'm on the right path because if someone sees this and they're also in the same place as I am, we can go in that path together, you know, or if someone, there's actually it's so crazy and it's brought tears to my eyes. How many people have messaged me saying, oh, I've spoken this before. Like, I didn't understand what it was. Like, can you, like, this is the first time I'm seeing someone doing it or like, what is that? It made me feel so good. Like, I feel like it just helped me with something. Like, I know that I'm not doing the wrong thing when people message me that. I know that I'm helping people. And it's, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And it's also so scary because it's not something that I know. It's what I'm learning now, you know. I only opened up my throat chakra like a year and a half ago and was able to fully speak it because growing up I always like would speak it to myself and just be thinking it was silly. But truly when I opened up my throat chakra during a um sound healing ceremony, um it really opened me up to, to that full power. And after that, continuously practicing and practicing and being more vulnerable with myself and also being more vulnerable and you know sharing this with other people that I feel comfortable around it has really helped me become more connected with um, the codes and has made me um, be more in tune with myself it's made me it's helped me remember to ground myself which I find that I'm always up in the air and so I have to always remember to ground myself when I'm doing codes because I'll be in a trance and forget to breathe. And so it's like always reminding me to ground myself, which is so good. So it's just so many amazing things. And I know I have so much to learn. I'm so looking forward to really, really understanding, being able to connect with my ancestors and the Galactic Federation. And I know that I can speak to them. I just don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there. And it's, it's just that looking forward to being so, feeling so powerful about yourself. And knowing that other people can feel the same way if they wanted to. Yeah, I love the vulnerability part um, because I can resonate with the when first doing it or like um, intentionally or not even intentionally. I don't know what word to use, but like when you first start exploring light language or like speaking gibberish, you know, like whatever it is, that's not the common tongue. You can be like, what am I doing? Like, you know that internal conflict and then for me what arose was like what is people who know me gonna think like they're gonna think I fully lost it now because they already think I lost it yeah um and not like recording I wish I I did record myself the very first time I did it because I did it like on accident like I was just speaking and then it came out but I was so like embarrassed that I deleted the video yeah and like, it's not that I regret it, but I do wish, like, oh, my God, it would have been so cool if I had that first video. Yeah. Um. So I really love that you're sharing about the vulnerability, like, being vulnerable with yourself and how powerful that can be and, like, what that will lead you and bring you. Being, being vulnerable just means that you're just being your most authentic self, not worrying what others will say because the right people that will – will get what they're supposed to will and so the wrong people are just not ready for it yet so it's it's just like who's ready for it and who isn't and that's okay like either way 
It's the greatest power, truly, to really own our experience with full confidence. And even if not in the process, like we're working through like owning it and not being scared or saying something like while shaking, like that takes so much more courage and bravery than anyone who's living in a falsehood with a smile and who's projecting like false confidence. So that's amazing what you're doing. Yeah, like your video... Yeah, your video, you were like crying through it. And I was like, wow, this is so powerful. Like, not that it was awesome that you were crying, but like, it was so good, because it really allowed like breakthrough to be like projected through the video. Every single time that I open my voice and let the the, the words come out, they feel different. There's times where I feel like it's coming from a place of pain. Sometimes I feel like it's coming from a place of um, sometimes sadness. So it, it comes from all different places that I've felt so far. And that really shows in my tone of voice and um, in if I'm being silly, because it can be so fun and silly. It feels so good, but it also can be so emotional and like make you choke up and it's really about letting your intuition like either setting an intention or letting your intuition just guide you but always remembering to have love and light and that's something that I'm also working on because um being at the retreat I was just at um I was in ceremony and I was speaking code but I was very I'm very empathetic so I was picking up other people's energies as well and one moment I was up in space speaking to an alien and the other moment I was down speaking low and scary and and painful and it was picking up other people's energies and picking up my own energy that I wasn't really fully aware of because I was just like floating around and not being grounded and like that's why I always say like it's so important to be in your own space and being grounded especially like in a group of people. Um, And it goes to like, even if you're not in ceremony, remembering to be grounded because you don't know where this energy is going to come from. Like it's, it's, it's like coming from up and through, but it can also come from a place of pain and um, darkness as well. If you're not careful, like you always have to remember to call in the love, the highest, highest power and highest love and light and um, your highest self. So that's super important too. And it's what I'm learning as well. Yeah, that's a great highlight in terms of um, like intentionally practicing and having, I don't know if protection is the proper word, but you know, like some sort of boundaries within the self and within others energies and being very mindful of what energy you are connecting to. But it's also to like um, share that, you know, there is light and there is darkness. That's what we're made of. We were like polarity in its fullest expression. Um, So not to be scared of like a lower tone or anything like that, but embrace, yeah, like fully embrace it all. It's all for a reason is to show you that both sides and Mm -hmm. to show you when to pull to one side and what to learn from, from the other. There's Mm no in the light if there's only light there has to be dark and it's the only way we'll grow we learn from the darkness that's what I've been learning a lot recently like that you really all these issues for an exact reason because you have to learn something. 
from them, even though it hurts so much. Like, and it goes all like beforehand. So we what we were getting don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we. I feel like we joke about that a lot. You know, like, and we chose, like, down to our parents, our family, like, our siblings, if you have siblings or not. Like, that was the decision you made. Exactly. Um, All for a specific reason. You yeah. Have, you have 20 brothers and sisters for a reason. You learn things in that family with each specific person. You have no brothers and sisters. You learn for that reason. Like, it's just, it's so beautiful. We ha- And everyone has to be so different. Because if we were the same, how would we learn? It just doesn't make sense. It's incredible, like speaking about the level of intelligence that manufactures all of existence and how we all play in that creation, the co-creation of our life down from before having come down to this earthly plane to all of us, like interchanging energies, co-creating the moment and the outcomes of the moment. It's just so fascinating and such a grand concept, but still so empowering in its vastness because we are all uh, players in the same game. Exactly. Well, it's just so cool. (laughs) Now, when you um, mentioned, if you care to share a little bit about it, um, when you were channeling codes and you said like you were with an alien, how does that work for you? Like, what does that look like in case anybody's listening and having a similar experience, but not too sure like what's going on? Like if it's imagination, I always think of that because like um, people who listen to the show sometimes inquire like, oh, how do I know that this is not my imagination or like I'm not making this up? So like what's your experience with that? So it's a constant reminder that you are like how far you've come while doing this, how it makes you feel, what it's done for you so far. So it's like constantly remember what remembering what it's done and what it can do to remind yourself that you're not like faking to yourself. You're, this isn't like, you're not going crazy. Um, is it getting too dark by the way? I don't, the sun's going down. <laughs> we could still see you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, basically I, when I was, when I, when I was channeling what I felt like was alien, like was because I was, is because of the visions that I was getting, not necessarily like a vision where I felt like I was there, but it was like little thoughts and reminders of, of like, like a name or like, um, like something like a vision, like a, for example, a picture of someone's face or, um, a, a place I, I feel, and I use my intuition, which I'm also learning. Like, I really actually want to search for someone who I can seek guidance from, um, to really help me with this, but it's what I've what I felt so far is basically trusting your intuition. So say that you're channeling um, something that seems scary and low, um, thinking about you know how it makes you feel, where it's coming from. Like I was channeling something that was stuck to my womb and it felt dark and scary. So I was wondering where is that coming from, and then I rem- I remembered, okay, well it's it's the partners that I've had that their energy is still on me and not just them, but like the people they've been with. And then it's just like, okay, so that, that must be what, what I'm feeling. And then, you know, um, speaking, um, in, in something that is like high up and high pitched and it doesn't seem like, um, earthly. And it seems like, um, it seems like 
having you're having a conversation with multiple different people but like I don't know when you're in a trance like especially when you're not being ground go from zero to 100 and just like like flow flow flake flow 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 and that's why I always keep saying like it's so important to stay grounded because of that because you have to remember that you're in your body and you're on earth you you're not up in heaven and you know in all these other different places like you're really on earth so it's remembering to do that and trusting your instinct trusting what your mind tells you not not ignoring the thoughts that come and the feelings that you have if you're feeling like high energy or you're feeling like um, low energy, like really honoring that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, oh, go ahead. Um, no, that's really important. The grounding aspect, it's so essential. So I'm glad that you keep emphasizing that. When this first came back online for you, this ability to um, speak the codes that you said that you um, were connected to all your life, essentially like from as, as a little girl, Um, Did you remember, did you have to remember the times when you were much younger that this was something that you were connected to that came back online when you reconnected to your throat chakra? Or um, I'm more so asking the question just because um, light language and the way that um, you share it isn't something that I've ever experienced. So the question comes from someone who can't relate firsthand. Um, like what that looked like for you when you first spoke it, if it wasn't something that you had consciously remembered from your childhood? Um, so I think that once you start speaking in code, even if you don't have that connection that you that like some do, like being able to speak it and understanding what it was and then connecting with it later, even if you don't have that, when you start speaking it, there's this feeling of remembering. There's this feeling like, oh, I'm not learning this language. It's like there's new things just coming out and it feels right. And the way that your heart feels, and the way the energy moves through you, it's, it's comfortable and it feels right. So I think that it goes again on going back and trusting your instinct because it's you already know the answer it's just are you gonna let the programs that you've had get in the way are you going to let people tell you oh this is gibberish like what are you talking about and you don't have an answer like are you gonna let that or are you gonna trust how you feel when it comes out yeah Mm. that's so important that's what I was going to share before like how important it is the aspect of trusting yourself because you know when I have been asked the questions about like oh how do you know it's not your imagination or like you're just making this up and it's because one like I deeply trust myself and two like the way I feel it's something that I just like hear like it's like a sense I hear it and it like flows through me I'm hearing it as it's flowing through me and it's not something that's like premeditated or thought about and I couldn't like be like oh yeah I just said and like repeat the same exact line because it's not something that's like stuck in my mind exactly exactly yeah that's why I'm so interested to know like what are these words even mean like I'm ready to find someone that can help me and like guide the way for me um you know, I look up to a lot of people that I find online, but I have yet to find someone that's so in tune with it and so connected to their the, the Galactic Federation that they could help me find how I'm going to get to 
where I want to get to, like being even more connected and knowing who I'm channeling and calling someone in and knowing how they're going to help me, where they're coming from, knowing how many, like how much help I can get, knowing who to call. And it's just so much more to learn. I, I'm really excited to, to get, like, get on that journey um, of going deeper and connecting even more with the codes. Yeah. Something like from my personal journey with light language, I feel that like, yes, there's definitely mentors out there that teach and like you can expand um, your abilities further, but like no one specifically can translate. And it's a question that definitely has come up like, oh, like, what does this mean? It's like, I can tell you what I feel it means, you know, like when I'm receiving it and the state of my energy as I'm channeling it. But who knows, you know, like somebody else might hear it and have a different feeling and interpretation than what I felt when channeling. Exactly. It unlocks something different in everyone. And so um, one thing that I've practiced a couple of times um, with friends of mine um, was just being in a space with them and feeling feeling a push to share codes with them and not, you know, blocking that and really being like, um, like, are you open to me sharing codes with you? Like, and if they say yes, like if they wanted to set an intention, like to themselves, like, I don't even have to know what you, what your intention is. It's just a feeling that I get. And then the words that come out and the gesture, the hand gestures that feel so right. And, and then hearing what they have to say, like, oh, this is what it did for me. Like, this is what came up. This, these are the thoughts that came up. And then I would tell them what I sent to them. Like what I, the feelings that I um, put into my, the feelings that I put into my soul so that, um, the, the right codes would come out for, for them that, for whatever they needed. Yeah. Like, and that is like you setting the intention within your, like your soul, your body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's always important to remember, like, um, especially when working with other people and like, me being someone who just started speaking codes, it's important to remember to always call in the highest love and light because the last thing you want to do is bring in, you know, something that might awake, you know, something that they're not ready for, maybe darkness or something they're just not ready for. So it's so important to call in love and light um, when, when doing that. Yeah. And I feel like that highlights another good point in terms of like um, doing things from like a conscious, awareingly intentional space, not just like doing something that you're not too sure about, um, but again, like trusting the intuition. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to ask now that you've begun your journey and have a few years into this more of an intentional, conscious, aware life that you're creating for yourself while unraveling all of the programming that doesn't resonate with you, what do you value now that you once didn't? Honestly, um, taking care of myself. Um, I grew up people pleasing so much and still struggle with that. And I would always put others first before my own needs. And now more than ever that I want to help people, I know that I need to take care of myself mentally, physically, um, even down to getting enough rest because I am a projector. I need so much rest. And I'm like learning this now that I need so much more rest than I've been getting. And it's wanting to help people. So I know I need to take care of myself because how will I pour into someone if my cup cup is empty? So it's so important to do self-care and 
um, that's something that I struggle with, um, especially if I'm, you know, in a state of um, just not a depression really, but like a slump. If I haven't been taking care of myself properly sleeping, I can go a very long time in bed just feeling like I can't move just because I didn't properly take care of myself before. So it's like remembering that pattern and catching that pattern before you continue it and breaking the cycle. And like, that's just one thing. Like another thing is breaking cycles, trying to remember all your cycles. And I mean, not remember, trying to, um, as, as your, as the things that come up for you, like in your life that are inhibiting you from growing or are pulling you down, really recognizing, has this shown up before? Am I in a part of, am I, am I in a loop right now? Am I going through this again and again? Like, how can I stop this? And journaling, like journaling has helped me so much. It's so crazy how much I feel so much better just by writing down my thoughts and not having a million thoughts in my head, feeling like, oh my God, I don't want to lose this thought. Like I have to write it down. Like journaling has helped so much. So yeah, definitely self-care, journaling, um, just getting so much sleep, um, especially if you're a projector and you're not getting enough sleep. Um, And just pouring into yourself, whatever that means. You know, if someone likes to go to the gym because that makes them feel good, then they should do that. Like whatever makes you feel like highest self. If that looks like putting on, you know, dressing up and looking nice and taking pictures to make you feel good, just doing that. Whatever makes you fill up your cup so that you can be able to pour into people if that's what you want to do. That's that's what I've been, you know, working towards. Yeah. Does people it's so hard I'm sorry to interrupt but the people like I still struggle with that today so much like saying sorry after everything it's like something that you start to recognize when you're working on yourself and not really just like trying to follow rules of a religion you understand the difference it's not like just make sure you don't do these rules don't break these rules or you're going to hell like that's the the name of the game in Christianity but in spirituality I feel like it's lots of lots more self-work and self-care so that you can get to the root of the problem and try to break cycles for generations and yourself. And so that you can, you know, be on a path of healing when you have, if you choose to have kids and you don't have to pass that on to your kids and just passing beautiful energy to everyone and really being that seed that people need. Yeah. And in terms of breaking the cycles, uh, for you specifically, like with the people pleasing, how did you recognize this and then um, bring it into your awareness to break that cycle? Um, I think that the first thing was recognizing um, the the crowd I was in, um, recognizing why I was always apologizing to them. Was it because I was trying to fit in? Um, Was it because I was trying to be nice and be liked? Um, What is the reason for that? What what is my ego telling me? Do I need to be liked by this group of people? And then taking that and then maybe finding the group of people that accept you for who you are. And then you're finally catching yourself saying sorry for everything. And they're saying, you don't need to say sorry for that. Like you didn't do anything. And then all of a sudden you're stopping yourself and you don't need to say sorry. And then all of a sudden you're telling other people, you don't need to say sorry. There's nothing. (laughs) It's so crazy. Like, like today I said multiple times to someone that just kept apologizing. I'm like, there's nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. You don't need to say sorry. 
That's so beautiful. This like the full circle of that cycle. It's really, really nice. And that shows the importance of mirrors and the mirroring we do for one another if we're paying attention to it. Yeah. And it's so crazy because the, what I just said to you, I haven't even put it into full circle until I just told you. I felt like it was like a download almost like like it was like I've never even put that into I never even stopped to think about that. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's really powerful what comes forward in the conscious conversations because that's something that happens to Jerka and I very often in conversations with ourselves. I'm like, what the hell did I even say? I don't even know. But in that yeah. moment, I just had like... felt right. Yeah. Yeah, and the full circle, like things coming into the awareness um, that like you don't recognize like in the in your doing like you might just be like doing it and not really realizing but then once you speak it out loud you're like oh wow this is like coming full circle exactly Uh, and in terms of also like the reprogramming like you were mentioning um the self-care like implementing the self-care and the rest and all of that how did you make the switch? Because I always love to ask questions so that if anybody's listening and can resonate, like, oh, yeah, that is me. Like, I don't get enough rest. Like, what did you do specifically to start switching all of these habits? So it's, first of all, remind, remembering to be gentle with yourself, because to this day, I put, um, you know, something that I'm working with, like uh, working on like FOMO, not wanting to miss out on something, putting that um, before, you know, going to sleep early or really not, not being able to be in other people's energy, needing to be in your own and not wanting to miss out. Um, so you do it anyways. And so you don't like take care of yourself. That's going to happen because we're not perfect. And if, especially if you've been doing it your whole life, like you're not going to change from one person to the next in a day. So that's the first thing, remembering to be gentle because if you're not gentle with yourself and you're hard on yourself, I feel like you go deeper into the cycle and then you just like get even more depressed. Like, damn, I couldn't even, um, couldn't even, you know, follow, follow through with what I told myself I was going to. Um, so that's the first thing. And then secondly, it's just choosing yourself, having, just being like, say that I'm in a situation where like I'm being called to go somewhere and I don't, I don't, I want to go have fun, but I also know that I have to do something the next day and I need to be rested or I need to, um, yeah, I have so much on my mind. I should be journaling. I need to be in my own space. Like I struggle with that so much because I come from a family where I'm always surrounded with people. And now that I live alone, it's like a whole new world for me, like being in my own space. Um, so it's just putting yourself first. And I need to like say that to myself a hundred times, putting yourself first, knowing that if you do not follow through with what you said you would, something is going to happen. And that's fine, but you will be having the consequences that come with it, which is, um, you know, a couple steps back, but it's fine because you can always go forward. It's a knowing it honestly is kind of worse when you know, and then you're going against what you know. So it's like, it makes it even worse, but you have to be gentle on yourself and just know we're not perfect. This is where I want to be. Um, this is how I'm going to get there. I'm going to slip up, but I'm going to remember that I can do it. I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to get to this point where I'm going to choose myself first and take care of myself so that I can be the best version of myself. 
Yeah, that's really beautiful the way you just put it because I feel that it's so applicable to every single one of us. We have these knowings, um, but maybe they're not fully integrated or maybe they are, but then something comes up and we just choose to do completely opposite of what we know is the like healthiest or like most in alignment thing for us to do. And yeah, like it might set us back, but still that's part of the journey. Like we are obviously choosing to go backwards because we needed to. So it's like, yeah, like being gentle because whatever it is that's happening, it's happening for a higher purpose. Yeah. And we needed to go through it perhaps one more time to get a better clarity of Mm -hmm. why it is that we made the choice and to hopefully help us make more aligned choice the next time or a few times exactly. later yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly and in your journey of putting yourself first and practicing the self-care did you receive backlash during that process of maybe like setting mm-hmm. boundaries to help yourself progress and that may not always being well received by those around you or those who had expectations based on your previous way of like people pleasing. Yeah, like past versions of yourself that you no longer resonate and live by and being held accountable to those aspects of you that aren't your true self. It's so crazy because um, as you say that, it I, I actually do not relate to that in this moment in my life. I'm so grateful to have people around me that truly see me and and see my growth and even my friends who are not spiritual they don't push me in a direction that I feel uncomfortable they they don't if I don't want to go somewhere with them of course they're going to be begging but at the end of the day they know like that I'm doing all of this for a reason for myself um like it's I know that a lot of people have you know people that are holding them down or putting them down for changing who they are but to those people I say there are people out that there that will accept you for who you are as who you've always been and you were just you know pretending to be someone else or trying to be someone else that someone wanted you to be just be your most authentic self and the people that are meant to be in your life will be drawn to you I walk into this I walk into a room and people are drawn to me. And I'm not saying this because, oh, I'm like this amazing person. Like we're all amazing, but there's something about my energy where I try to be my most authentic self that people see that without even me speaking. I don't know if it's the energy that I give off, but I know that because people have told me before, like it's, and anyone, and a lot of people have this ability where if you're just that your most authentic self, people will see that and they will be drawn to you, the people, the right people. And also the wrong people. So it's also important to have discernment and like knowing when to have boundaries as well, which is what I'm working on, especially because of the people pleasing, like wanting to be nice to everyone, even if they don't give me good energy or if like, it's just not like, um, it doesn't feel like it's aligning. Um, So that's also something I work on still. Yeah, that's an important um, piece to share because I feel like, I don't want to group anybody, but when on the spiritual path and like working with the love and trying to lead from your heart space, it can be very easy to slip into that um, space where you might put others before yourself in a way just because of like care and compassion. Being a doormat. 
yeah, like you can become the doormat. So it's really important. Like, yes, everybody, we're all one and we are all like amazing creatures. Um, not creatures. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but we're all um, amazing <laughs> creations. And like some people might not have the same intentions as you. So using that discernment to really make sure you're keeping yourself safe, like top priority. Exactly. And it's like learning, learning who is being, who has been programmed. So even subconsciously, some of them know, some of them don't know who's being programmed and like, which way are you being tested? Who is trying to just like really like recognizing the situation and like looking at all the aspects. Like, do you feel less, uh, like, do you feel less of yourself when you leave this place? Do you feel like you've been drained? Does this person drain you? Do you like, are they like draining your energy, like energy vampire? Are they giving you energy? Are they, are you able to help them, but still feel full or are you helping them? And you, you feel like they'll never have enough. Like it's, it's all of those things. And and also, like, people being put in your lot, your life for you to remember who you used to be and to make the right choice to walk away from that situation because you are someone else. You are, you're like, a better version, a different version of yourself. Yeah. I love it. Me too. Like, those are such great questions to begin, like, self-exploration with how certain people make you feel. Yeah, from a non-judgmental place because you know like you don't want to just start like judging everybody and having these opinions but like really doing it from the space of like checking in with the self like okay where's my energy when I'm around whatever yeah it's for self-love really Mm -hmm. and it's not to discount anyone in their journey but really making the self priority so that we can continue doing what we're meant to be doing here and in that, it helps others to get to where they're meant to, because if we're overgiving someone, we're not allowing them the space to give it to themselves. Yes. So it really is helpful to help ourselves first and foremost. That's a great way that you get it. Like, if you're constantly giving to them and they're not sitting in the energy, like, really analyzing and, like, understanding what was tried to give to them or, like, what they want, they won't be able to look. I never thought of it that way that's so important yeah and I think that's a really good way of not falling into that position of being the doormat yeah yes and it's such a fine line um especially like from my own personal life it makes me think of like uh, certain family members and really wanting to assist and that's something that I remind myself from time to time just because the care can be so great Um, But knowing that in wanting to save someone, I'm really preventing them from really truly being saved. And that could only be done through themselves. And it invites me to trust deeper in my own process. And in that trust with myself, it allows me to trust them and know that their journey has value. And I could never um, add to it in a way that they themselves can add to it themselves. Exactly. You can only plant the seed and and that's they have to want it if they really want it they will search and they will find the answers when they're ready yeah just like every single one of us who have made the choice to like uh, live more intentionally or aware of our our decisions in our lives nobody could have forced us to do it we made the choice based on whatever circumstances arose for us 
and knowing like deeply within our soul that that's the same case for everyone. Like, yeah. yeah. And sometimes that's why we repeat the cycle because we're not ready. And someone else can be like, oh, I really wish, you know, Mm -hmm. like they saw it and made the different choice. But just knowing from own personal experience that sometimes we repeat the cycle and it's the best thing ever that could have happened to us. And like extending the grace, the compassion, the love to allow that for those in our life. Yeah, it reminds me like if you try to do something before, like if you try to force yourself into changing before you're actually ready to face yourself or to face the situation that you're trying to change, a lot of the times it's not going to be as successful as if you did it without the force, like when you're going with the flow. Organically. Yeah, exactly. So it's same thing for others. Like if you try to force them into or coerce them, you know, like whatever, like you're trying to intentionally plant this seed, but like in a manipulative way, it's not going to end in the way that you're intending it to. I can relate a lot to that because growing up, I have been called manipulative a lot. And it's only because like when I'm trying to manipulate, manipulate, trying to um, like show them, show them what I'm trying to show them the way that I'm seeing it. Um, not that their way is wrong, it's just that, like, my way could show them, like, something that they might not have seen before. And it's something that I'm working on because I feel like sometimes it might be my ego. Not to always be right because I'm easily influenced to change my mind. But it's, like, me, like, feeling like I have something that they might benefit from. But it's really just honoring the fact that everyone has a different journey and they're all at a different spot. And so, obviously, like trust your intuition and your gut if your gut is telling you to say something to that person that I would trust because it might be a little seed that they need um but if you feel like it's not your place to say anything and unless the person is asking you for you know guidance or a question or something like some like maybe you're telling your story like if they're not asking for that then I don't feel like it's someone's place to go out of someone's way to tell someone what to do you know it's like I, I that's why I like to post on online what I do because then the people that actually are that are meant to to like that and meant to be a part of that will be drawn to me you know it's that I'm not out there searching for people um that we, I connect to they come because when you're yourself the right people come yeah if you're someone else you're just gonna dig a deeper hole and be with the wrong people Yeah, you become magnetic. Um, The energy speaks for itself. And I feel that that's something that even though like people might not realize because there are a lot of programs that are running right now, like in terms of everybody want to be like cookie cutter. um, When you recognize someone's energy who is authentic, it's so magnetic because it's I don't want to say it's rare, but it's not the most common thing for each one of us to show up as our unique selves. It's beautiful. You're 100% correct. It's crazy. When you step into your power, you start to realize that people are just lying to themselves and you can like see right through people. It's it's so insane, but it's also remembering not to be judgmental and realizing that everyone has their journey. And um, even before being spiritual, I was also always very like um, um understanding of people's situations and um not easily throwing people under the bus and easily forgiving people when they you know did me wrong because I 
so understood that so everyone was so different. Like you can't expect people to be doing the same thing, being on the same path, learning the same things. We're, we literally came here all different with different lessons in this life. And so like, we have to honor that and we have to really understand when, when our ego is getting in the way. Yes. Amen. Yeah. What is one way that you recognize when your ego steps forward? Good question. That is a good question. Good question. Um, let's see. If it's coming from a place where I feel like I would feel better about myself, um, this is a good question because sometimes you feel like you're pouring into someone and that does make you feel better, but that doesn't come from a place of ego. So that is a really a good question because I feel like it could go both ways. It's like you pour into some, some something, you pour into someone with the intention to gain. I feel like it could go, I feel like if you don't have the right intention, then it be, then you let your ego go in the way. I think it comes from, yeah, I think it comes from intention. I think so, because if you have deepest love and light, like that's the core of your intention, whatever you're saying or whatever the situation, if the intention is love and light, like truly, like sit, really sit there. Is it, is it something because you think you know better or is it because like you, you love this person so much and like you're, you feel like you genuinely feel like this, this is the right thing to say or uh, this is the right move to make. And it's not coming from a place that you'll feel like you're boosting yourself up, making yourself feel better. And back to what I was saying about helping someone and feeling better, it's sort of like knowing that you can continue to help people, but not, I don't know, it's kind of like a cycle in my, I'm going like in circles in my head. I feel like it's, uh, you'll know, you'll know. I feel like, you know, just, just use your intuition. You yeah. Know. <laughs> really feel like, is this like, you, you know, when you're being malicious and you know, when you're not like, you don't like, you have to be, I mean, unless you're so un, unaware of yourself that you can't tell the difference, but like, if you have any awareness, just go to the core. Like, where is this coming from? You know? I love the mentioning of the intention um, because I think of it like when I see people, let's say like I'm witnessing some, like a couple arguing or like, I don't know, I'm just witnessing something where the egos are like purely in the front. I always ask, like, how can that happen? You know, like, how can the egos be taking the lead if you guys love each other or like in a mother daughter, like a father, like any type of relationship that you have love for the person. But it's so interesting because like the ego can like slip in and mask itself in hurt or pain or like so many other things um, that you can then the ego like justifies itself within your own mind. So it's really cool to like try to figure out how do you witness yourself when the ego's leading, even though like it's masking itself to you. I think I have the answer. I think it goes back to centering yourself and grounding yourself. And remembering, where is this coming from? Sit there and really think about the situation. Where is this coming from? Like, is it a place, like I was saying, maliciousness? Or are you trying to help someone um, genuinely? Like like you were saying, like the, the couple fighting. I think that, especially fighting, when you're just like back and forth, you're not really breathing and grounding yourself. 
So you're just letting emotions flow. And when that happens, the ego can slip in. But if you ground yourself, I've never thought about this before. I think this is like coming right now, like through my head. This, like, if you really ground yourself, then you'll be able to make the right decision because your intuition knows. Yeah, I feel like that resonates deeply within me, Thais. Mm -hmm. Like you just hit the jackpot with that one. (laughs) (laughs) That feels so true and like so pure because of course, like if you're ungrounded, yeah, your ego's gonna like slip in and mask itself and you're not gonna even recognize because you're not centered. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. That's a really, really good answer. Yeah. And- I never even like thought that. Like, <laughs> tell you, this is a good conversation. We're getting downloads, all of us. Like, <laughs> all of these things that I'm saying, I never really stopped to think about them fully. And so it's so amazing that like you guys are asking me like all the right questions. Like, I feel like I'm growing as I'm speaking to you. Yeah, Likewise. and I'm growing, yeah, as I'm listening and just, and that's what I love about these conversations because it's not like coming, like I had mentioned, it's not like having to be prepared or coming with an agenda because I feel like that's where things can like start getting tricky and inauthentic. Yeah. But really like just connecting, being people, being ourselves and letting the authenticity like surface and play together. And that allows the most like sacredness to come forward. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> yeah, the medicine and the conscious conversations. And what we're co-creating right now is similar to what you shared in regarding to being grounded and that being a place of recognizing whether the ego is leading or not. Um, because even in an argument or something that is like really pent up a lot of energy between two people, Um, there's not space being given to both parties to kind of process and pause in between responding to one another, Mm -hmm. um, which highlights the lack of not being grounded and not coming from the hard space, really trying to hear what the other person has to say, but more so trying to get their own point across. Exactly. So, um, do you have a favorite quote or mantra that, um, you've journeyed with during your spiritual path? So something that's been my whole life, I feel as if this is something that I really don't sit down, really like accept that something that I deal with and I let it happen um, without me knowing. And then once it's happening, I feel like it's hard to get out of, but it's, you don't chase and that comes with tips and friendships and opportunities that come all the time if like all like all towards you if you want it to so I don't know if I said that right I don't think I don't know if the words came out right it's it's being your most authentic self and know that from the universe that the universe is the right people. You never have to feel like you have to chase something for you to gain that happiness. So it's so crazy because recently I went to a festival and a friend that I connected with, a cosmic angel sister, at the end of the festival, ended up giving a bracelet that says that, that you don't chase, you attract. So it's so crazy. Wow. Um, that was like the whole. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. 
Um, that was like the whole theme of like the trip I had been on recently. And I stopped to think about and that's been my whole theme for my whole life thing. Like wanting to give people love and then um, uh, if they're not ready to receive it, I really stick to that connection that we have had, whether it be relationship or friendship. And I continue to try to, you know, chase after them and give them my love and they're not ready for it. Um, and so it just becomes like a, a feeling of like, I'm not enough or what am I doing wrong? What did I do wrong? It's just understanding that not everyone will be ready for you and the people that are ready for you will come to you. You don't have to chase. I really love you explaining that because I feel that it sheds a perspective on how certain things can be connected in terms of like the people pleasing um, characteristic and then it allows people to like recognize within themselves certain patterns and beliefs that they have and how it's so intertwined and connected and it's true like you don't have to chase anything like just be and whatever it is that your heart desires in like pureness and authenticity will come to you effortlessly yes yes exactly like that is so right yeah um and then we ask, towards the end of the conversation, we ask a few of um, questions to all of our guests. So can you tell us what being looks like and feels like for you? Being. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it goes back to just being your most authentic self. And not having to change to please another person. I think it's just like being still, like we are a living, we don't have to do a single thing. We are perfect. Like even even as we're trying to fix our issues, we are perfect. And so it's just really going back to self-love. And knowing that you don't have to do a single thing to be perfect. Like, knowing that when you recognize that, you'll love yourself and you'll want to do better. That's so beautiful. Like, it's so, so beautiful. Even as we're trying to fix our issues, we are still perfect. Yeah. We're still deserving of love. Mm -hmm. Still deserving of acceptance. Yeah. I love it. You said that so good. I really feel it in my heart. Yeah, it was very empowering and uplifting to hear it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. No, honestly, that like also, I mean, I, I keep saying things that I haven't thought before. So I feel like, like I, it makes so much sense. Like, I feel like I don't maybe stop to think about these things really. Like, these are these are really great, like, questions to ask. Like, like I said, I feel like I'm literally growing. Like I literally feel like I'm learning more about myself because I'm so comfortable with you guys. And so it's, it's like, I can, I, I feel like the, the, the right words are coming out just because this is just so right. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like yeah. deeply, it feels like that. And that's, what's so amazing about it. I really, I cannot get over the fact, like the simple fact that how much we can grow 
in just sharing energy and consciousness and just speaking about things that we don't necessarily think about. Because, you know, like, I'm pretty sure, like, you don't walk around every day thinking these same things. I don't walk around thinking, like, every minute of my day these questions and stuff. It just surfaces at the perfect time. Yeah. And the ease that's present in this conversation really aids in the fluidity of the flow Mm -hmm. just through all of us, you know, the essence. Yeah. And I'm usually not uh, great at being able to stay one sentence if my thoughts are going everywhere. And the fact that I've been able to, like, eloquently put out sentences, like, like, remember the question. Like, sometimes I'll be in the middle of answering and I'm like, wait, what was the question again? Like, it's it's just working out so well that, like, I'm, I'm, like, so, like, centered and grounded that the, the right words are coming out. Yeah, I love that so much. Look at you. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (sighs) All right. So one of our other questions is, um, if there was one takeaway that anybody listening to this can walk away and carry with them, what would you desire it to be? I think that the most important thing in the world is love like down to down to like loving the ugliest parts of yourself um to loving the most beautiful parts of yourself recognizing that we are everyone is mirror to us so they have the same ugly and beauty but it's learning to love everything and everyone no matter if you agree with them or not no matter if they hurt you or not it's like, oh, love, love is the answer. Love is the answer. It will always be the answer. Like, we, how different the world would be if everyone just loved. And I, I say that, but truly, we wouldn't be learning these lessons if everyone loved. It's so crazy, but love is the answer for everything. Love is the answer. And if you have true love and it, everything that you do comes from a place of love, then you're in, then you're in the right place. Yeah. I'm really receiving what you're saying. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Again, like you share things in such an uplifting way. Oh yeah. And it's like, I can feel it just within my whole system. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That means the world truly. Yeah, thank you for a, sharing. Yeah. You have such a radiant light that like oozes off of you. So organically, <laughs> And the way you present yourself is so felt in the authenticity that you share. And it's such medicine. Guys, I wish I could hug you for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, we're here in spirit and essence yes. together. Is there anything that we haven't discussed that you would like to share or any sort of message, any sort of code, like anything at all that you want to share? I, I have been feeling um, a little bit like I have like maybe some downloads to share. Um, I will say um, that, like I said, I'm still in the beginning of this journey. Um, I feel it's the beginning because I, I see all of the things that I want to work on. So I feel like I have so much to go. But I also feel like I've come so far. So it's like 
learning to honor yourself and be proud of yourself of how far you've come. Even if it's, oh, I, I feel like I'm thinking differently now. Like, I feel like this isn't like, um, this isn't aligning with me anymore. Even that is a milestone. So it's really just being gentle with yourself and learning that and understanding that we are human and we're here for this experience and remembering that we are human. So it's okay to be in the human experience. It's okay to binge on something, you know, for a little bit, because that's what we're here for. We're human, but it's remembering to come back to your center and remember the reason why you're here. Like not being hard on yourself when you're doing a human thing, but, seeing where it comes from um not not really inserting yourself into um things that will bring you down in the human experience because there are things that will bring you up in the human experience and it's just like going towards those so also like just not inserting yourself into i mean this is like controversial but i truly do not insert myself into worldly topics and like people will come and attack me for this but I truly feel like I'm in a bubble and I feel so privileged to say this because we do live in the U.S. nothing is directly happening to us but when things around the world arise and there's so much sadness around it and it's just bringing everything the energy down it's just or anything having to do with politics or the government I just stay far away from that and that just helps me stay in my light like true I mean I feel like I live in a bubble but it truly makes me stay away from that part of and so I feel like when I, I, I like I'm not mentally affected with those things when they when they show me, it's just sending the love, the highest love and light. There's an exact reason why all of these things are happening. There's a purpose for it. It's so privileged of me to say, oh, there's a reason for, um, you know, all this war. And there's a reason like, who am I? Because I'm I'm in privilege. I'm in a home right now when people are on the street but there isn't a reason for everything like and those people chose this life for a reason for them to learn a specific lesson and we don't know what that is and they might not know but they have chosen this so that's something that I've always done even before spirituality um being into spirituality um I've just been like far away from things that did not sit right with my gut Mm. Yeah, and thank you for sharing that because it can be so controversial, but I feel like it's very important to acknowledge. Um, and, you know, I myself, I do stay away from, like, worldly affairs and things that happen. But yeah. if I, I've just said I'm taking a break from TikTok because I was on TikTok, and it was, like, um, as I was scrolling, it was, like, video after video after video of, like, such horrific things happening And it sent my nervous system into such overload because I was filled with such deep sadness and grief. And it's not for me to act like I don't know what's going on because I know the polarity exists. Yes. And, you know, like I do feel privileged and I'm so grateful for the life that I am living. And like I acknowledge that, but I know as good of a life that I do have, there is the opposite occurring. So like always sending my love and, you know, like energy and high frequencies to those experiencing the polar opposite and praying and trusting that the shift that's occurring within me is occurring within others all over the world who might be experiencing the polar opposite, but knowing like some sort of shift is occurring. Yeah, 
Yes. Absolutely. I agree with both of you. Um, it's something Jerka and I do talk on. Um, and the importance, it really, for me, it just highlights the importance of what it is that we're here to do and having these privileges come with the responsibility of really taking ownership for our life, especially the more self-aware that we become. Mm -hmm. And this is how we do help those who are experiencing the complete opposite of what we are. Yeah, it's not necessarily being ignorant, you know, of course you, you sort of understand what's going on, but it's not just, it's not feeding into that matrix of just sadness and uh, being pulled into that, like, dark energy. It's just, if there's no need for you to do it, then, like, it, there's this no need. There's, like, how much your day can change if you, like, if you let that affect you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, starting off in the morning with the news just try it like shut your tv off don't do those things and like you'll see the difference it makes yeah even even not being on your phone for the first 15 minutes of the day will change your whole day yeah yeah like not reaching for that phone as soon as you open your eyes not getting on instagram or your emails or like whatever apps yeah it really makes a huge difference yeah so thank you for sharing light on that, that I'm sure yeah. is not commonly heard or discussed yeah. publicly. We really appreciate that because we know that if it's being shared here, it's for a reason. Yes. Yeah. I don't speak about this a lot, but I felt like it needed to be said um, just because there is so much going on in our world and I'm not fully aware of 100% what's going on, but I know that it's always for a reason. It's just like a reminder to people that they don't need to be so deep into that, like, not even just politics or, um, you know, um, what was the other thing I had said? Uh, oh, the war in the world. But even, like, going down conspiracy theories, like, just being in that, like, dark energy, it's just dark and, like, trying to find an answer for um, the things that you've been lied about, like, you've been lied um, about and, and you feel like you feel like you're searching, you're searching, you're, you're like, you just you fall from one rabbit to a hole to another. Like, it's okay to understand that there are those rabbit holes and it's okay to do that but it's knowing that you don't need to go so far down that rabbit hole and keep your energy in that like you you don't have to you don't have to do that like follow your intuition <laughs> yeah I appreciate that a lot because I'm one that can definitely get lost in the rabbit holes <laughs> from being so passionate about things but I do like I've I've really and I am proud of myself from like how much I can now speak about these things without getting so, so upset. Um, and just knowing like I can offer my energy in a different way than perpetuating and like sharing these darker energies, because that's why it's put out there to the masses so that we can like sharing it and spreading it and causing some sort of hysteria. And I don't want to contribute in that way. So like me choosing to either like not feed into it, like you said, um, that's the best way to try to like stop it in its tracks. Yes. Yes. It's um, not feeding into the matrix and being in the rainbow crystalline grid and just keeping your energy in that and not just feeding into that matrix narrative. Yes. That's but it. I do have codes. I wanted to share what, what code may sound like to someone that has never heard it. And I wanted to share just my most deepest love and um, how grateful I am to have been talking to you girls and to even know, know you guys. You guys are so incredible. And I'm so, I'm so grateful that 
I'm so grateful for how far I've come. Oh, all the way down to being vulnerable on a podcast. Like that is, that is a milestone for me. Honestly, that is so beautiful. And I'm, I'm just honestly just so grateful. Mm, yeah. It's so like, I just, Toika Ora え、乗りやよ、チェロイピラよ、クイア、セロワラよ、マネオキロトワラよ、ほら、ほら、バイオトゥ。え、わたよろくれピアトゥイラチェライクワヤ。え、おなるふさろやトゥヤ、カラヨ
my heart is so open. Like, I'm, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Such beautiful codes. Thank you so much for the medicine. <laughs> your truth. Thank you so awesome. much for receiving. Thank you so much for receiving. And I, I wanted to say that for anyone out there that has resonated with the codes or something came up, like not being afraid to message someone that you feel you can trust to ask, because that's the first step, just believing, believing in yourself and following your intuition. Yes. Thais, you're so amazing. Can <laughs> you can you share with any of our listeners where they might be able to find any of your videos or anything that you share online? Yes. Yeah, so um, I mostly post on Instagram and YouTube. Um, I do think that for how well I've been I've been received on Instagram, I think I will begin to finally talk about my spiritual journey on YouTube. So I think that um, I think that is like a good place to look for me. Um, I can just say my Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's my first and last name with two S's and two O's. Um, I don't know if I should just like say it. It's T-H-A-I-S-S-E-A-I-X-A-O-O. -O. So that's my handle. Um, and then my YouTube is that, um, but without the extra O and the extra S. So it's just my name. Okay, and we'll be sure we'll link it in our show notes for anybody who wants to find or follow Thais. Um, you can find her information in the show notes below. Yes, and I'm I'm so open. Please, please, please message me if you received anything from today. If you want to talk about anything, if you are in the beginning of your spiritual journey and you don't feel like you have a friend to um, to look up to or not look to to look to to not look up because we are on the journey together, but maybe something that I have gone through and that I could share my experience and it could, you know, resonate for you in certain ways, or I could direct you to someone that would be able to help you. Do not be afraid to message me because I'm always willing to help. That's so beautiful. Thank you yes. for sharing that. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, Please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space, space to, to flow. flow. <laughs> oh, Peace out, family. family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join the podcast, for saying yes, never having been on a podcast, but being willing to share your medicine. You've mm -hmm. shared so many insights with us that I'm sure will carry with us in our own lives and ripple out into the universe, but also for all of those listening too. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. So, my heart is so full. And after the I had, this is like the perfect way to, to close a chapter and begin a new one I, honestly that's what I feel like like I am so 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 grateful to be exactly what I am in my life yeah I can feel it and the gratitude is just reciprocated right back you know I'm sending it forward because it is true like the heart space is so full yeah absolutely <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you.